Timeless Thomas, the gentleman right before me here at WHGE, he leaves, I come in, I set up, I prepare uh, the studio for me to do my show as he exits the building and it's always a conversation and a lot of laughs and a lot of information as well. I like to listen to his show. Sometimes I will dovetail from some things that he has talked about. Uh, however, today, I think that we're all pretty much well-informed. Most of us are very well-informed what's going on in the Ukraine. Russia is in the Ukraine, headed towards that capital, and NATO forces, uh, along with America, uh, President Joe Biden has put financial economic sanctions on them. He is also offering, I believe, the last number that I saw, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, the last number I saw, I believe it was $14 million uh, into Ukrainian relief, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but whatever the numbers are, America is chiming in. American citizens are chiming in to do what they can do to offer relief and aid to our Ukrainian brothers and sisters. It's a mess, America. I tell you, I, I just sometimes I scratch my head, you know, because I do not get it. Uh, you know, Vladimir Putin. Wow. <laughs> wow. But when I remember that he's buddy pal friends with uh, former President Donald Trump, I see the association, I see the connection, and uh, maybe I understand some of the logic and the reasoning of why he does what he does, why he thinks the way he thinks to invade uh, Ukraine uh, for their resources. We know that Ukraine is rich in many, many resources, and Russia feels like those resources belong to them, and so they bullied their way into this little teeny weeny country and they are going in towards that capital. You know, uh, and I believe, and, and I don't have any proof of this, it is just my personal belief that nobody really wants to push Vladimir Putin over the edge because I think he's walking around, you know, with a suitcase, with a little red button on the inside uh, and that could be the beginning of nuclear destruction if he pushes the red button. And this is proverbial, uh, although I do know he does have actual nuclear uh, weaponry. So, you know, with his mindset being what it is, and I do not think it's rational. I do not think it makes logical sense. Uh, I have to say, I would not be surprised if he's walking around with a suitcase and a little red button. Uh, and it's just a mess. It's really just a mess. So for those of us that believe in the power of prayer, I say don't stop. Continue to pray because it's Ukraine today. It could be whoever tomorrow. You never know. You never know if it could be someone you love or your family in such a situation uh, as Ukraine is in today. Uh, it's an absolute uh, scenario in my heart. My heart goes out to them, each and every one of them and the families. And that is my segue into honoring that today, this month, the month of March, 
the entire month of March is indeed uh, Woman's History Month. Uh, today is March 12th. We are just about in the middle of the month. It is Saturday, March 12th, 2022, and it is Woman's History Month. You know, and I think uh, when I prepare my shows, I had this incredible list of women that I wanted to call their name out because I consider them to be boss and babes. You know, they're just badass women who were getting up and doing the damn thing every single day, whether it's making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for the kids before school, uh, you know, and the breakfast and combing hair and getting the clothes and finding the shoes and getting them on the bus or driving them and dropping them off and giving them a kiss and an encouraging word, whatever, you know, your day may be. If you are that woman who gets up through the face of it all, you get up, you find a way to pull yourself up from your inner strength, your natural, divine, womanly inner strength and your power. And you get it in. You do the work. You handle the business. You take care of the kids. You do the cooking. You do the cleaning. You type the emails. You send them. You go to the business meetings. You're a powerful, impactful voice in the family, in the community, and beyond. If you're doing that, then let me say, if no one else has said it to you today, let Rochelle Wilson be amongst the first to say, bravo, bravo, ladies, bravo, women. You are a divine power by your very nature. And anyone who studies any of the religious doctrines would gladly be able to be honest and transparent and tell you that. I listen to Dr. Ava Muhammad and I hear her over and over again explain that almighty divine God uh, itself, not necessarily himself, but that's a conversation for another day, but almighty divine God that we call God, okay, created and birthed itself from the darkness, the womb of darkness. Now, Ava Muhammad does not expound, uh, I have not heard her expound on the womb of darkness that it is God, but I only in my human mind of frailty can I fathom a darkness, a womb of darkness automatically makes me think of divine feminine. And so if almighty divine God birthed itself out of the womb of darkness, the womb of divine feminine, then we must agree it makes logical sense that that which is greater than divine God is only the womb that birthed him. And so... You know, we could get into a three or four hour conversation, perhaps a debate over whether or not uh, any of that is qualified and accurate information. But I assure you that if we get into a debate over that conversation, I will have a lot of clergy standing with me in agreement that the only thing greater than itself 
was the womb that birthed it forward. So I give honor and respect and bravo applause to every natural born woman. You have the power and don't let anyone ever take that from you. Don't give it away. Don't denounce it. Don't let anyone else denounce your divine power. So to the women of this world, to the women of the omniverse, I say, bravo, bravo for all that you do. Thank you and bravo. I'm Rochelle Wilson. Every Saturday right here at WHGE 95.3 FM, I am your news information or and your commentator because I've got something to say about everything. Whether you like it or you don't like it, you've got to give me a moment of credence that at least I'm making some intelligent noise. Thank you so much for tuning in and thank you for staying with us. You can always find me on my Facebook page with my Facebook family. Uh, You will also find me on my podcast through Apple, Spotify, Anchor, uh, and on YouTube. I do ask that you please become a subscriber. It's very important. Anyone who understands uh, the analytics of being in journalism, you will know immediately how important it is to have as many subscribers as possible. So I do ask uh, that you please subscribe to my YouTube channel. That is under Rochelle Wilson, M-S-I-N for Make Some Intelligent Noise, as well as my Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Google. I mean, it just spreads out like tentacles, but you would have to uh, become a subscriber uh, at my original Anchor. Anchor is where I started, and so that is where I would ask you to please go find Rochelle Wilson, listen in, become a subscriber, and build those analytics for Make Some Intelligent Noise. It means so much, and I thank you so sincerely. And so, moving forward, um, you know, I, like maybe perhaps some of you, I tune into several Zoom conferences and uh, various different lectures or summits that may be going on. I like to keep myself informed. Uh, you know, I will never say I am the smartest cookie in the jar. So people like me have to do a little extra reading. People like me have to do a little extra study. People like me have to tune in and chime in to those summits and, and Zoom uh, conference calls because there is where the information will be found. And if I'm going to make some intelligent noise, by George, don't you think it's important for me to chime into those things? And so I do. And so I did. And uh, this week, the ACLU did a very powerful, very powerful Zoom. They put it on Facebook. Uh, you had to register to get in there, uh, but I'm sure it's still on Facebook, so you can always go back. Just go to the ACLU page, and uh, there perhaps you will find it. But I chimed in 
because it was important to me to understand more about their passion, their their push, their campaign. And it's called End Debtors Prison. Well, that's a very catchy name. And so I did a little bit of research before the Zoom, but I have to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I walked away with an innumerable, just unmeasurable amount of information about debtors prison. And I want to make sure that I get that straight with you. So I'm going to grab my notes and, uh, and try to recite some of that information that I was able to gather from this ACLU Zoom conference. And so, you know, at first I wasn't sure that I could understand every single thing. Uh, what were you talking about? What is a debtor's prison? And uh, now I know. And I'll tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it is a vicious, vicious cycle, uh, a very vicious cycle. People... Uh, and, and I'll tell you in a minute what really, really, really caught my attention more than anything else in this entire uh, Zoom conference. The one thing that caught my attention the most is that it was set up and designed to target low-income families and communities where there are a predominancy of black and brown and golden people. Now, that may not be a surprise to anyone listening. You may be saying, well, girl, you just figuring that out? Actually, no, I'm not figuring it out just now. But to hear representatives, important representatives, uh, national representatives for the uh, American Civil Liberties Union to come out and actually say that these uh, fines and fees are a setup for the prison-to-profit industrial complex. I thought that was very interesting for him to say that. Uh, don't ask me who the him was. I did not write his name down, uh, but I did write down quite a bit of other information. And I got to tell you, uh, 97% in 2019, uh, it was said that 97% of violations were misdemeanors. But those misdemeanors for small infractions, you know, you threw some paper on the sidewalk. I mean, it's certainly immoral. It's not nice to destroy Mother Earth and throw paper and trash and, and garbage into the streets and into our water supplies. Uh, that's not helping Mother Earth to survive. But is it a crime? Well, it certainly could become one with the fines and the fees that are attached to the citation or the ticket of the misdemeanor. So here you've got uh, Joe Blow, right? Uh, and actually, I'm going to do my best to describe it the way that I heard him say it. You've got Joe over here, uh, you know, 21, 22, 23-year-old, and then you've got uh, Hakeem, okay? I'm just using that name. I don't even know anyone actually named Hakeem. So if your name is Hakeem, I am not talking about you. This is a hypothetical. Uh, but what happens in real time? So Joe and Hakeem both 
get a citation uh, for 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 four hundred dollars. Excuse me, uh, for four hundred dollars for throwing their candy wrapper or soda or a can of trash or something onto the sidewalk or into the street. Okay, four hundred dollar citation. Now Joe lives in uh, you know Alapocus. Hakeem lives in the inner city of Wilmington. And so a $400 fine uh, to Joe is uh, maybe not a big deal because mom and dad will get together and uh, put up the money, brother and sister, aunt, uncle, you know, whoever, cousin, grandparents. Somehow, some way, Joe is going to come up with the money uh, within probably 72 hours. Within 72 hours of the issued fine uh, or citation and the fine that is attached to that, $400, Joe is going to pay that within 72 hours. But when we look at Hakeem, same age, 21, 22 years old, but he lives in the inner city. Maybe maybe Hakeem has a job at Burger King or McDonald's or some construction company, right? Which is great, but he's living in a house with only grandmom and three brothers and sisters, all younger than him. And he's kind of the only provider. Maybe dad is unavailable. We'll say that. Uh, dad is unavailable to be the head of household. And so Hakeem is spending most of his paycheck giving it to grandmom to make sure the rent is paid. Uh, Delmarva does not cut the lights off. Uh, the water bill is paid and etc. Having an additional $400 fine on Hakeem is setting him up for a criminal, for a criminal citation, for a criminal charge. It goes from citation to charge. Either way, it's always a charge because it's money, it's finances, right? So when Hakeem gets on a payment plan for whatever, $50 a month or something, but now Grandmom, you know, something terrible happens. Grandmom has to rush to the hospital. He's got to try to find a way to help supplement her medications or whatever is going on in the household. Think about it, family. You know where I'm going with this story. I don't even have to finish the story because you know where I'm going with it. Hakeem ends up missing one payment on his payment plan. And now a capious warrant out for his arrest. Failure to pay. Failure to pay the fine. And Hakeem now has a warrant capious for his arrest. Joe, Joe paid it off in the first 72 hours, three days. Uh, and grandmom and uncle Johnny had already paid it. So he's gone on about his day paying, playing lacrosse and tennis and uh, trying out for the football team. Hakeem, on the other hand, now has a capius. Now, think about that because the story gets really long and I don't want to bore you with the details, but at the same time, it's real. And I would like for you to make it real in your mind so you understand. Hakeem is trying to pay the electricity, the rent, uh, help grandmom with her, her medication. Uh, he's got th three or four little brothers and sisters running around. He's trying to make sure they get to the school and on the bus and whatever. 
He doesn't have $400. He misses one payment. Now it's a capius. Now he's afraid. Guess what happens if he misses two payments? They're going to suspend his license. It's a hundred plus dollars to get the license reinstated plus the $400 fine, whatever he, the balance that he has not yet paid, including the additional fines for missing paying the fine. So now Hakeem is in the hole for about mm, seven, eight hundred dollars. And guess what? When he doesn't show up to court to explain to the judge that he was giving grandma medication money or, or putting his brothers and sisters, uh, getting them a pair of shoes uh, to wear to school. When he doesn't show up to the courts because he's afraid being Hakeem. <laughs> just because he's Hakeem, he's afraid to show up at the court. There's a lot of reasons to be afraid to show up to court if you're not the same skin tone as Joe or John. When you look like Hakeem, you're afraid to go to court because you know there's always a pair of handcuffs waiting just for you. So he doesn't show up to court. Now he's in more trouble it's a definite warrant for his arrest, failure to appear, failure to pay, uh, the fine, suspended driver's license. He's trying to go to work. He drives his car to work. He gets caught, pulled over. He's in a whole lot of trouble. All because he threw one soda can on the ground, a misdemeanor, and I'm just using soda can. It doesn't, I'm, that's, I'm just using that as an analogy. I'm not saying that it's a $400 fine to throw a soda can, soda can onto the ground, but it certainly is immoral. And I think that Mother Nature, uh, Mother Earth would appreciate it if we wouldn't do that. But in regards to the laws of these lands, Hakeem is now about $1,000 uh, in trouble. Grandmom is still trying to hold it down with the kids. Hakeem's been pulled over for driving on a suspended license. Where do you think he's going? He's not going home, ladies and gentlemen. They're going to hold him in the detention center until he can talk with the judge and then explain to the judge why he's his failure to pay. Why did you not pay? Why did you miss a payment on your misdemeanor fine? And so I know I dragged that out and made it a longer story than needed. Uh, and I know that many of you already know the story. You may be living with the story. God forbid, but you may be. But after watching the ACLU's video on debtor's prison, I get it. I didn't get it before, but I get it now. And maybe you've known so much longer before I did. And, and bravo and kudos to you. I'm not the smartest cookie in the jar, but I do my best to keep up and to really comprehend a thing. I like to know the history of a thing in order to know the future prediction of a thing. And so Hakeem now is carted off to the detention center. He's incarcerated. Bail is at... God knows what, 500 or you know, $1,000 for bail. And if you can't pay bail, and grandmom can't, otherwise she'll give up her medication, uh, you know, for the heart attack 
or the stroke or whatever, uh, diabetes, whatever it may be, Grandmom has to put the medication to the side in order to get Hakeem out of jail. Debtor's prison is designed, systemically set up to target black and brown and low income communities. Because everybody who's, uh, you know, low income is not black or brown or golden. We do have some white folks who are in the low economic range. Yes, they are struggling just like we are. It's been going on for centuries. But they still have white privilege. Never forget, they still have white privilege, regardless of their economical status. But Hakeem is now in a really, really bad scenario. And this is happening all across our nation. But Delaware, unfortunately, according to the ACLU, Delaware is still that slave state mentality. They are still doing the same systemic malfeasance that has been taking place for far too long. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you this story for one reason and one reason only. I am asking you, I, I am just simply pleading with you, please reach out to your city council representative, reach out to your state or house representative, your state senator, and let them know that you would like to see House Bill 244 pass. House Bill 244 is coming down the pike. It's got to get approved. It's got to get out of the House. And it's got to get approved to end this type of systemic racism. Let's call it what it is. A monkey is a monkey. So let's call it that. To end the systemic racism of fines and fees that target black, brown, golden, and low-income communities. It was set up that way on purpose by design. It's got to stop. And it's not going to stop until we, you and I, we the people, we the people in order to form a more perfect union we must stand up and and really advocate for House Bill 244. And I will not uh, exclude, uh, my, you know, my, my friend, my colleague, uh, a fellow advocate in the movement, uh, Brother Salam, Hanif Salam, for the Leobor. He is staying on that. Thank you to uh, Tizzy Lockman for bringing that and for championing that uh, Senate Bill 149, which gives more accountability to police law enforcement. We, the people, have a right to take a peek and look into the history of the police officers that are enforcing the laws. 
let's make sure that they are also abiding, obeying, obeying and abiding by the laws. People are trying to oppose 149, Senate Bill 149 with Senator uh, Elizabeth Tizzy Lockman and Brother Hanif Salam, the Leobor. There are people who are trying to oppose it. They do not want it to be amended because the bill as it stands right now is powerful and impactful. It will make sure that there is an oversight committee to check and that police have accountability for public trust. But people, and you know who, what people, you know what people, people are saying, let's do the watered down version of Senate Bill 149. They are demanding that Elizabeth Lockman, Senator Tizzy, water down the bill in order to continue to protect in this little hub our law enforcement in the state of Delaware. We can't let that happen, ladies and gentlemen. Please, please stand with Senator Elizabeth Lockman. Stand with Brother Hanif Salam on Senate Bill 149. Do not let them amend it. It is a watered down version of what we truly need. But people, people, you know which people are putting pressure on Tizzy, Senator uh, 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 Tizzy. They're putting pressure on her to water the bill down, basically making it ineffective. It, it won't even be impactful if the amended version is passed. So we, 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 all of us, we are asking you to stand with us, please, Senate Bill 149, Accountability for Law Enforcement in the State of Delaware, the Leobor, and also House Bill 244, for the end of debtors' prison fines and fees targeted for low-income communities. It's not right. It's not right. And there's a lot in the world, ladies and gentlemen, that we can talk about that's not right. What's happening in the Ukraine is just not right. Russia taking over and, and bombing that hotels and, 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 uh, elderly community hospitals. This is the place. These are the places that Russia is bombing. They are civilians. They are not military. I thought war, I thought war had rules. There were rules of engagement for war. You have to follow the, the guidelines of a fair fight. Russia's playing dirty. It's a bully. It's already a bully. It's it's three times the size of the Ukraine uh, in terms of just land mass and population. And now they, I mean, it's not right. You, you know, I'm like, they're bullying the Ukraine. Uh, their own people in Russia, the Russian communities are hungry. They are not happy. They're, they're disgusted with Russia for bombing hospitals and senior citizen living uh, care centers. 
and places of such civilian sites. Why are they doing that? That's not right. That's not right. And we know that it's not right. Those are not fair rules of engagement for war. So in the world of many things that need fixing, they will never be fixed until you stand up and become a part of the solution. We can sit here and talk about it. We can do our own little bit that we are able to do in our little piece of the world. But I assure you, we really are stronger together. United, spider webs united can bind up a lion. I won't let you forget that. You must hold on to that and remember that when you look in the mirror and ask yourself, what can I do to become a part of the solution? What can you do? Delaware, America, right here in the little city of Wilmington. We are broadcasting to you from the city of Wilmington, Delaware. And perhaps the tentacles are reaching way beyond that. Delaware and beyond. Wilmington and beyond. W-H-G-E. Black Radio for you. We are your station bringing you the news, getting you informed and motivating and inspiring you to be the change that you want to see. You can bitch and complain about things all day long. It's not going to change anything. You've got to get up, put your boots on the ground and jump in. Jump in. What part of the world, what issue is wrong in the world that you are passionate enough about to get involved? Recently, I've become very passionate about doing whatever I can do to save this planet. So often we get up and we go about our day and we drive our cars and we do all of these host of activities throughout the course of a day. Emails, conversations, text messages, phone calls, uh, we do it all. But how many of us get up and consciously, consciously think that Mother Earth is alive another day? And because she is alive, you get to be alive. As she is degraded, as she degenerates, so too will you and your posterity. Maybe I had to become an old fogey in order to really comprehend it. But yeah, there's no criminal charges necessarily acquainted with throwing a, a gum wrapper or a soda can or a beer bottle out in the street. There's no criminal charges to that. It can become that, but it's not in the books that that is a crime to do that by laws of the land. But ladies and gentlemen, is it not a crime to Mother Earth herself? Why would we pollute the very earth, the very space 
that we have to live in. We need Mother Earth. Do you think that you can live separate from her? Well, you better get in your spaceship and head on over there to Mars or Jupiter or Saturn or wherever it is that you want to go if you think that. But until you're able to get into your spaceship and go there, honor Mother Earth. She's all we got, ladies and gentlemen. And I, I, I think I feel it so poignantly uh, because I was watching a program, uh, Explorer program about Mother Earth. And it likened her scenario to a woman, a woman who is menopausal. For those young chickadees out there, you have no idea what menopause means. I can only ask you to please go to your nearest dictionary, look it up, or ask the eldest woman in your family to explain it to you. But for those of us who are familiar with that word and the symptoms and the journey of that, I must say, I am a woman who knows what that word means. I know what the word means. But they likened Mother Earth as a woman in menopausal stages having a hot flash. And instead of disrobing, we are putting more coats on. Now, any woman or any man who truly loves a woman who is familiar with the word menopause, you know what a hot flash can do. It will have the most prim and proper woman, the most graceful and eloquent of us all, ripping at our shirts to pull it off just to cool off during the hot flash. It feels like fire coming up, welling up from within yourself <laughs> and wrapping itself around you. It is miserable. And it only lasts two, maybe three minutes, maybe two minutes, one minute. It doesn't last very long. But for that one minute, that 60 seconds that it's happening, okay, you just want to rip everything on you off and get under a fan, the air conditioner, uh, uh, the shower, whatever you can get. You need something to cool you off. And this can be in the dead of winter. This can be in extreme cold weather. A woman of menopause will have a hot flash and need to come up out of it, honey. And girls, you know what I'm talking about, ladies. If you're familiar with that word, you're at that age, you know what I'm talking about. And they likened Mother Earth to having that experience of a hot flash, the ozone layer being destroyed and putting more coats on her. Can you imagine having a hot flash in the dead of summer? It's 90 degrees out. Ladies, you have a hot flash, and instead of getting a fan, you run and go put on your parka. You're the biggest, furriest, heaviest coat that you own in your closet. You go put it on at the moment that you feel the onset of the hot flash. This is what's happening to Mother Earth. She is overheating because of our stupidity and nonsense as humans not respecting and loving her. Don't throw the paper and the garbage on the streets. Let's stop some of all of these horrific 
uh, towers with this black smoke coming out of it. I don't even know what the towers go to. I guess some of them are gas refineries. Maybe some of them are are plants and mills and things of that nature. Uh, sure, they work to make our life better. Somehow, some way, the plant and the mill, you know, we get sneakers and we get plastics and rubbers and all kinds of uh, things that we need uh, to make tires and all kinds of stuff. We need that. But there's got to be a new and in ingenious way to keep the smoke from polluting the air. That smoke getting into the air, those toxins being released from oil refineries. Not only is it dangerous to the people that work there, it's not healthy for any of us that live around it to breathe it in every day, but it is destroying Mother Earth. So please, ladies and gentlemen, I've got on my begging you cap today, asking you to be more mindful, more aware of how you behave with the only planet that you have at your disposal. And it's really not at your disposal. You live on Mother Earth. It's all you've got. Take care of her. Because if you don't, you won't have to worry about paying for your great-grandchildren's college funds. Mother Earth is going to destroy herself because of our own stupidity if you don't start acting right now. I, I always refer back to my dear friend and brother, Brother Robert Muhammad. The key word is if. If you do this, then everything's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. We're going to make it. There's good news here. However, if you do this or that, it's going to be trouble. And hell, fire, hell fire <laughs> to pay. There will be nothing left here for our posterity. There will be no posterity if Mother Earth implodes and just starts to burn from the inside out and everything in her pathway until there is no more earth and everything on it has been destroyed. This is a real possibility unless we get on the right side of this. So please pass the word. If you're on my Facebook family, I ask you, I really am asking you, please share this video. Please share this video out, out, out. I need everybody to get it, to understand this important message. Uh, the three, four messages that I brought to you today uh, as I close out my show in the last two or three minutes, uh, a quick recap. Uh, the Leobor Senate, uh, Senate Bill 149, we need it to go through as is. Do not force Senator Elizabeth Tizzy Lockman to water down, give us a watered down version of Senate Bill 149, law enforcement accountability. Please, please send her an email, stand up, let her know, I support you. I want to be a part of the solution. For law enforcement accountability. Recapping. 
Uh, I want you to please, I'm asking you, I'm, I'm pleading with you to reach out to your city council representative in your district, reach out to the senator in your district, let them know that uh, House Bill 244 needs to get passed, it needs to come through. We need to get that passed to end debtors prison, the fines and fees that are targeted for low income, black, brown, golden communities. It's not right. We can't keep doing that. You're setting people up for failure with fines and fees. And I didn't even get to the portion that ACLU talked about probation and parole and all of those fines and fees that just keep the cycle. It's, it's havoc. They're wreaking havoc in a cycle of systemic, uh, just systems, just total systems that have been in place for far too long. And it's time to dismantle those systems. So please let us vote yes for Bill 244 to end debtors prison. We need that. The ACLU is asking you for your support. Reach out to the ACLU. Let them know I stand with you for uh, Bill 244. And in the final recap, Mother Earth, she's all you've got. If you want to continue to destroy her, then just know you are destroying yourself. And that's actually a phrase I read once in the Bible, I think. Uh, or heard someone say it came from the Bible. Man will destroy himself for a lack of knowledge. But I'm here to tell you, there is no excuse. There is no excuse. You cannot say you were ignorant, that you did not know all of these horrific things that are taking place to Mother Earth. Oh, and she's fighting back. Don't you think her tsunamis and hurricanes and snowstorms and earthquakes uh, and erupting volcanoes? Uh, don't think for one minute that that's not her talking back to you. You and me, we the people. She's asking us people to protect her. To save her means saving ourselves. Protect planet Mother Earth. Or you won't have to worry about your great-great-grandchildren. Your grandchildren, and maybe, depending, uh, you may not have to worry about your children. Depending on how far gone we already are. Who puts on a hot coat during a hot flash? Nobody. That's stupid, right? But that's what we are doing to Mother Earth. So let's not do that. And finally, I will end my show with this. Ladies and gentlemen, I started the show reminding you of something that Dr. Ava Muhammad has said on more than one occasion. That the almighty divine God that we can call by 4,000 different names. Imagine that having 4,000 different names that I can call God. The universal one, we all understand what it means when we say the word God, right? But we can call God so many different things, so many different attributes, so many different love. Let's just call God love because I think that's the greatest attribute of all. But that attribute, that divine spiritual creator principle, 
God was birthed from the darkness of the womb, the womb of darkness, we know there's only one other thing on earth that represents a womb of darkness. And it is only given, bestowed as a divine gift upon the natural born woman who has a divine natural uterus. The womb of a woman is power within itself. Do not dishonor the woman sitting next to you, the woman in front of you, behind you. She has divine power. Honor that. And ladies, I would say to you as that divine power, do not forget that you are a divine feminine. Honor yourselves. Honor yourselves. Respect yourselves. Treat yourself with respect. Be respectful of yourself out in public. And if you wanted them bossing babes, you getting up every day, putting your boots on the ground and handling your business, you doing the damn thing. Rochelle Wilson is here to applaud you and say bravo. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. I am Rochelle Wilson for Make Some Intelligent Noise, the justice movement, the movement for fair and equitable justice across the board for everyone equal. Make Some Intelligent Noise here at WHGE 95.3 FM. Continue to keep your prayers up for our Ukrainian brothers and sisters. Let us pray for their well-being through this journey of battle, engaging in war. Let us pray for our brothers and sisters in the Ukraine, but let's also pray for our brothers and sisters in Russia. They too are human beings. Okay, now I'm not talking about Vladimir Putin. I'm not sure what he is, but the people of Russia are still our brothers and our sisters. Thanks for tuning in until we get together next weekend. I make the commitment to be here with you. So happy to be in your presence every Saturday at 1 o'clock p.m. right here at WHGE 95.3 FM, the one and only Black-owned Black Information News Information Station for you, the community here in Wilmington, Delaware. Take care, everyone, until we meet again next weekend. Take care. Peace and grace.